BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Love High. My name is Florence Bark, and this is the podcast where we discover everything about relationships, love, and connecting with other people. In this episode, I'm talking to the musician behind the music of the podcast, Jar Jar Kisses. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Love High. I'm so excited. I've been meaning to invite Jar Jar on for a very long time, considering we decided to collaborate on this podcast with her music being in the intro of um, How to Heal a Heartbreak and Love High, because we were going through the same things at the same time. So I can't wait to have a little chat with her and a conversation all about where we're at with love and relationships. Before we get into the episode, I'd love to remind you of the Patreon, which is a £1 a month subscription to be part of the community, join the Discord so you can be part of the live chat and be part of the ongoing conversation with the podcast. So please come on by and support me over at the Patreon. It really, really means a lot to me. I do this podcast out of my own free time. I don't get paid for it. So it'd be really great to have the support if you're really loving it. I met Jar Jar a couple of years ago when we worked together at a production company. So not only is she this fantastic musician, but she is a creative force to reckon with. We're going to find out the story behind the music. We talk about sleeping with exes. We're talking about letting go. We talk about breakups. We talk about it all in this episode. So let's get into it. Hi, Jaja. Welcome to Love High. Hi. <laughs> I'm so Finally. excited to have you here. I know. Yeah. For those I'm who don't know, Jaja, Jaja Kisses does the music for Love High. So the brilliant track that you just heard at the intro of the podcast was created by this one. Yes. I mean, it was produced by Veins, but I'm on, I'm on the vocals. I'm on the vocals and the cuteness. Yeah. Yeah. And you also did the How to Heal a Heartbreak music as well, which was also awesome. The reason that we collabed at the beginning of like the whole journey was that we have been in sync with our relationships 
which is so yeah. wild. And in sync in letting everyone know that <laughs> that's what we're going through. Just like pouring our hearts out onto the stories. Literally yeah. finding like the gold in the ruins mm. of our lives. <laughs> Basically. Okay, I'm going to get into just ask you like a random question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. When was the first time that you fell in love? Oh, um... It would be like my first relationship, the one, the main one I broke up from. To be honest, <gasps> I haven't been in many relationships. Yeah. He oh. was like the first person I'd been with. I went together for like eight, nine years. <gasps> eight, so nine I'd years. Say, wow, that yeah, was a long one. It was a long one. It was a long one. I was making such a big deal out of it. Um, so I'd say probably like two, three years into that, I was like, all right, then it's cool little love. Two, three years into it. I don't know. Was- I feel like it took me, yeah, because it took me a minute. I was like so unsure. I'm such an overthinker. I think I was probably saying it before I was sure, but I was like sure a bit deeper into it. Yeah, I think I've definitely done that. I think, mm. I almost think like sometimes you get really infatuated and you're really definitely. like lustful and you've got like, yeah. do you do have all these like feelings rushing around and you feel like, oh my God, I'm going to say I love you because I think this mm-hmm. is love. And, and then just fits at the end of a phone call. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes afterwards you're like, oh, it felt mm. a bit anticlimactic. Like, did I actually yeah. feel that or was that just... Yeah this like and I'm I'm very Disney as well so like trying to figure out as I said I love you so how come you're not this is, hasn't turned into fairy tale yet like what's happening yes weird that isn't it how the mm. I love yous don't really translate sometimes mm. into <laughs> the whole Disney fairy tale actually that leads on to my next question yeah which is how did you learn about love and relationships Disney Absolutely, a hundred thousand percent Disney. Yeah, <laughs> Disney TV R and B songs, which clearly wasn't a good shout, but um, <laughs> yeah. What What do you think? Like, what do you think it was in Disney that? What What did you think that love and like love was supposed to be? I had this. Um, I had this notion that I was like just not living my best life even though I was young it was just like somebody's gonna fix this right like somebody's this is gonna change right like <sighs> something's gonna happen right mm. a bit of a, I just had I think I had a very damsel mentality maybe that's really interesting in the last yeah. episode I recorded um with Jamie Clements who has this podcast called Mm. Man Down and it's all about men's mental health and stuff. And we were talking about the sort of stereotypes and he had been saying that men are kind of led to believe that they have to be the fixer. Mm. Mm. So it's, it's, we're set up to fail. Yeah. Yeah. Did that manifest, do you feel like that manifested in early relationships? Um, To be honest, even though it was kind of, it, it, I don't know how to explain it. I just became like immediately wifey. I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. forever. So to be honest, I was quite comfortable with like growing at a certain pace, but I guess it got to the point where I was just like, oh, you actually wanted other things and um, it's not really what I signed up for. Yeah, that, that moment yeah. where you realise that love 
doesn't last forever. Yeah. That relationships aren't supposed to last forever. Mm. It's mm. A big so much thing. change happens. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind telling me the story of that long relationship? The story of my love. Yeah. My love. Um, there's like there's no harm in talking about it. I feel like we're still in a in a decent space um but mm. yeah it was basically the first guy I had been with literally moved out of you moved out to uni got straight into a relationship over at each other's space like every weekend um and just became increasingly joint at the hip like yeah. um but it was nice it was nice it was fun um shared a lot of our friends uh were really creative together um and then I guess we just kind of, it's so weird to say say stuff at the end because you realize how cliche you sound, but it's like, we grew <laughs> apart. We grew away from each other. Um, yeah, but it's weird because it was triggered by the pandemic. So yeah. in a way, the pandemic only just shed light on the fact that we were making something which was nice while it lasted be the be all and end all when it, I don't know, there was just there were just other other things about ourselves that we wanted to discover. Yeah. That we couldn't in a relationship. Yeah. Did you live mm. together during the pandemic? Is yeah. That- no, oh no, we lived together for a while before the pandemic, but by the pandemic we were living in different spaces. Interesting. Yeah. hmm And then so that yeah. kind of triggered yeah I was doing all that backwards shit like do you think if we move out and get our intimate pleasure we'll stop it together <laughs> and now I look back I'm like you were just trying to long off the thing like all yeah. that dumb shit yeah I do think that some people I, I kind of I don't think it's bad to not live with a partner and I think for mm. some people it works and they just weren't supposed to live together but mm. sometimes those things are just yeah trying to sort of yeah. break it like smoothly down but you don't even really realize that you're doing it yourself exactly I honestly thought I was just like you know like you're gonna grow a bit and I'm gonna grow a bit and we're gonna get back and like be okay because it was like I just finished uni went back home for a bit and then we were straight into a place and it was just a lot a lot. a lot we didn't set any rules we didn't have any expectations any like thing we planned to do so it was just kind of just like just yeah. here I yeah. when I look back on living with a partner I don't know if I would do it again I definitely wouldn't do it in that order I think mm. like I definitely and I am I was always already someone who kind of enjoyed my own space so yeah yeah I think it's really hard and especially when it comes it's always cleaning Cleaning is yeah. always cleaning the argument. And, cleaning and cooking. Yeah. And interior design. <laughs> interior design. <laughs> Literally. Oh my God. I remember back in like that relationship where I lived with my partner and everything would kind of just be him. Mm. Like I felt like I didn't really have the opportunity to put myself into Literally. our home. Literally the same. Yeah. Like, it, it, I, I'm so happy that the other side of my door is painted purple. And I look at it, I'm like, 
<laughs> look at that little purple door. I yes. did that. <laughs> but it just took such a while to personalize everything. I'm still mm-hmm. pretty bad at interior design, to be honest. But I just feel like, even though it's a mess, I look at it and I'm like, it's all my stuff. You can see my stuff on display. It's me. Exactly. It's actually really refreshing. I think the, yeah. <laughs> when I first moved out of um, that place, I put fa- put fairy lights on my bed. Because mm. I'd always wanted to put fairy lights up in the bedroom. And he would mm. never have let me. And so it felt like a really like big act of like, look, this is my space now. Mm. I can do whatever I want with it. How long did you live together? Four years. Yeah, I think it's about the same with me, maybe a bit more, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I was in that same place as well where I just thought we were supposed to stay Mm. and stick together. Mm. And um, it just wasn't it. (laughs) <laughs> we just I was just trying to make something work that really wasn't working mm. so when you in 2020 when you decided to break up how yeah. did that whole process go because obviously that, it sparked like your creativity yeah. and like yeah um it was one of those like kind of like residual things where there was like a massive blow up in February and then there was a massive blow up in March and then it was like pandemic it was like Mm -hmm. okay yeah so I mean in a sense I guess that kind of is what led to it but um at the same time the pandemic kind of made things easier like I don't think we would have been able to stay apart without it like I just wouldn't have the willpower yeah that's interesting mm. though that you were at a point where like you still really wanted to spend yeah. time together but you just yeah yeah I mean it's a weird <laughs> one it's a weird one we still have like so much respect for the relationship but it was yeah. just um yeah it was just just getting to that point which I think I think we're both in a sense kind of proud of for mm. having the courage to kind of step away yeah um it takes a lot yeah. to step away. I think especially yeah. when you're such good friends with that person mm. and they've been such a big part of your life. Yeah. I'm proud of so you. What? I'm proud of you too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of inspired the music behind like what was the track the, the that breakup we, song yeah, sleeping alone tra- yes yeah, sleeping alone ah oh, literally the chorus is i like sleeping alone at night this backlash <laughs> <laughs> so <Yeah>. mean <laughs> but that's how Such it feels sometimes mm. when you get out of a relationship you're like fuck this is no, just I, this I is meant it. it very very literally like very literally he was a bit of a snorer tosser turner and i was just like <laughs> oh my god I need my bed. Yeah. But at the same so. time, it was like kind of a, I love this, but still want you in, yeah, a, in a weird exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. It's, um, it's, it's, it's both ways. It's always both ways for so long. Like yeah. that's, that's why it's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Were you able to be friends afterwards? How was that process? Yeah. Um, we're not like super close. Um, and then, some days we might bump into each other and it's like, we can be super close, but I'm still pretty like, yeah. 
I, I'm as much as I journal and try to process everything. I'm still like, it can still be a shock that, oh my days, I spend so much time with you. So much time. It's yeah. actually just crazy. Um, and then you obviously just kind of feel a bit silly for thinking something could last for so long anyways. No. In a sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm definitely on the vibe of like, eight years you shed your skin you're a completely different person and I'm like can we just like put a law on all relationships just be like nope nothing past nine years and you gotta move on <laughs> they just <laughs> like, can't have last so that much long. fun yeah yeah and then you might end up being um in a better space with the person because you didn't let it like get super crazy but nine years is also a long time it is it's a long time I- I also don't think that the time necessarily yeah. makes for like what it is or what it is afterwards. Because mm. with the relationship I was in for four and a half years, mm. I feel no residual kind of like feelings around him. Mm. If I saw, I, I mean, I have, a, he moved out of London, so it's kind of easier for me, mm. but it was like we can just chat on WhatsApp and there'll be no, like nothing comes up, you know? Like mm. sometimes when you see your ex's name or they say something to you, like yeah. it all just comes up. But the last relationship I was in, which was like the pandemic romance, which sparked the whole like journey mm. of my own, like heartbreak stuff. Like we've got, we, we're just, we got to a point where we're just like, we can't even... <laughs> We can't even communicate because it's too mm. confusing. And mm. I... The connection, would you say the connection was deeper in that sense? But the time, yeah. but the length was shorter, yeah. Yeah, I think because mm. it was the pandemic as well, it made us so much closer. And mm. as well as it being like an amazing love and intimate experience... He was also like my like the best friend I think I've ever had. Mm, yeah. Um, mm, mm, which mm. I still feel so like mm. at, recently I was like I still think about him every single day. Yeah, it's tough. It's so tough. Yeah. Yeah. And my um, I've had these convers- like conversations about these sort of like residual feelings and stuff with my therapist, and he's always just like, well, you know, there's like. There's a shit. There's, there's like a hole in your life that was him, and mm. sometimes that doesn't really go away until you fill it with someone else. Yeah. But I yeah. don't know if I actually believe that. Still waiting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't really had a relationship again. Have mm. you? Have you been in relationships since? I haven't connected with someone on the level that I feel like we were on, where it's just like we're fucking humans, like soul, like it's just there's nothing to hide. There's it's just so natural. Like if I jump on a call with him, we'll be cracking the fuck up, and I don't yeah. do that with anyone else. Like. Um, but I don't know if that's just because he's funny. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, we're having a great time. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But it's, it's weird, definitely, it? It, it, yeah, some days I'm, I can be like, oh, why are you calling me? And some days I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, please get away. Yeah. I'm, I'm still like, every so often I succumb to the Instagram stalk. Yeah, I've I've had I've had him muted for a while. Um, yeah, I've I've got him muted, still, but sometimes yeah. I 
just search for him. I go onto it, yeah. Yeah. Same. It's, it's tough. Oh, fuck. It's tough. But I do, I do agree with your therapist. I do think... For me, I I feel maybe just because I'm optimistic right now because it's spring and it's yes. like nice outside, but I do feel like it, it is kind of just that reminder that you can get that connection again. Like there's no Definitely. reason I want to believe. Yeah. There's no reason why um, yeah. we shouldn't be able to connect with someone again on that level, although I, I haven't yet. So I don't know when I'm going to get fed up, but we'll see. I believe too, and one of the mm. reasons why I believe is that in the last two weeks, I connect like I I kind of I connected with two different people in different mm. ways that were very unexpected and made me feel like oh mm. there are other people out here that I Absolutely. could be interested in in the yeah. same kind of way. And even if it didn't like work out, whatever timing slightly wrong, it still reminded me that mm. you can, you can connect to someone. I've, I've, st- yeah. I've just started dating someone who is taking me on that most extravagant dates. Mm-hmm. Wait, when you went away skiing, was that a date? See, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's stuff like that, but like what, what you're saying, I get but then there's also that but it's it feels like all the kind of things I maybe wanted in that relationship I'm getting in like that person and that person but yeah he's not as tall and he doesn't cuddle the same <laughs> and he's oh. not as funny so it's like can you just all get into one blender and be one man please? I relate so much <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Especially when yeah. it comes to sex, because it's like my ex used to do everything perfectly. Yeah, like yeah, I don't literally. understand. <laughs> like he would never leave me unsatisfied. Same. And, and hardly I, I, any men do that. This is the person I lost my virginity to. So yeah. So yeah. it's been interesting. I'm like, oh, you're, you're, you're done. Oh, Okay. yeah Yeah, literally like where what next Mm. and then they just snuggle and you're like great Mm. and sometimes uh it's even funny how like just like body ratios affect the snuggle like some Mm. snuggles are just not great because your body ratios are not it's not doing it and like bodies just Mm. It's it, there's so many different factors. This is gonna like I feel like we're just scaring everyone <laughs> we're in this about episode. To, like, create an algorithm, literally. <laughs> like, if we're all gonna become incels. Um, but there's so many different factors that tie into someone being your like most perfect partner, and mm. it's it's not only like this chemical attraction. So like, first of all, you have to be producing pheromones that each mm. other are attracted to and physical attraction. You have like, you know, no matter what they look like, even if they're not stereotypically attractive, yeah. you have to be attracted to them. Yeah. And as well as that size in all yeah. places, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not about the size, but it's about the fit. Mm. Mm, exactly it's true it's true and then preferences hobbies lifestyle beliefs morals it's a lot it is a lot and then just like where you are yeah and timing yeah (laughs) timing oh 
fuck mm. location yes 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 i read the best article i can't remember who it was by or where but it's the only thing i only conversation i've been able to find on this topic although i'm sure we all pretty much know it but a nice interior is gonna do a lot for this relationship it's gonna do a lot oh. for the pheromones. It's gonna for me personally. <laughs> Some this, places I'm like, well, I guess this is gonna happen. I'm sorry, I don't know how that sounds, but no, I know what you mean. Else. Like if they're in a room that looks like a teenage boy's, yeah, it's yeah. not attractive. Yeah, yeah. And then they have to like all the same things about you. Mm. But <laughs> we still have to be hopeful. Yeah keep that hope out there that that perfect person you know what as well like people are like they people don't tick all your boxes yeah and which is i, I can be okay with that i yeah. think but you i know, know i'm gonna get sick of it and my ex did not tick all my boxes to do with my That's lifestyle everything yeah. but yeah. it didn't matter yeah <laughs> <laughs> so who's gonna make me feel like it doesn't matter again basically exactly Exactly. That's the only box they need to tick, really. So, that was what we spoke about before was the major breakup of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. But when I started this podcast again, Mm -hmm. Love High, you were going through a different thing, right? Was I? You were like, this is. You had another one. Well,. It was the same guy because <laughs> we got back together okay, end of okay. 2020. Oh, really? Wait, mm-hmm. the same one? Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is where my story gets really messy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done the same thing that I did? I didn't do the same thing. Um, but let's, uh, I mean, to be honest, we're adults. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have dabbled in the non-monogamous lifestyle for a bit. Okay. Yeah. So there was maybe some stuff left over from that, that I also had to shut down. And I think happened the same time as us, maybe. Right. Yes. Wait, explain further. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we had like a, uh, maybe we were in an open relationship for about less than a year. And um, this is the main. This is the main bit. This is why I say there were so many things where I was like, this is deteriorating and we're just trying not to let it deteriorate. Although at the same time, I feel like neither of us really regret that experience. No, um, I think non-monogamy is fucking awesome. Yeah, it still makes me shy to talk about because some people just think you're insane and maybe we were insane. I but don't think so at all. At the end of the day, there's nothing to say what will last for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a cool experience. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I, I think I felt like I had at least met a decent person and then... I don't really think they're that much of a decent person anymore. How do you feel about sleeping with an ex? Um, I don't think it's an issue. <laughs> well, it depends. Everyone everyone obviously has their own reasons um, and their own dynamic. For me personally, um, again, I think 
maybe be like being raised more religious and Christian, there were a lot of reasons why I felt the way I did about sex and relationships and what mm. was supposed to happen that I don't necessarily feel anymore. Yeah. So to be truly honest, I'm more so just about, I can't always know for sure exactly what's going on inside. Like, like with me mentally, spiritually, I can check in as much as I want, but sometimes you still look back and you're like, oh shit, no, I was just like, super stressed or I was super whatever sometimes you need mm. a bit of like retrospect but um yeah I say that to say um I'm fucking dead if you want to do it <laughs> <laughs> Did it, do it do, if you want to do it do you think it has like consequences though on your emotions uh definitely I've definitely been in times um but I, I feel like I've been I feel like I check in a lot and I feel like when I do uh, like put myself in those situations I weigh up like okay you know afterwards you may feel like this you might feel like that and if I do feel like that yeah. I fucking try to deal with it or just I don't know It's I, I find yeah. the, just emotion very fascinating so sometimes I mm. kind of like to go through things <laughs> I don't know if that's toxic sometimes yeah sometimes I feel it's not like toxic. that's it's not toxic I, I promise it's I not don't, it's just, I don't think so I think you're just I think you just want to feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's a process. I'm, it's like, or I'm just saying this in a really long way to say this, that the sex was great and it, it wasn't time <laughs> to, to look it up. <laughs> I'm not I, <laughs> I know now, I think if I slept with my ex now, it would just rekindle all the, I would just, I would end up crying. I think. Really? Yeah. I think I would really enjoy it. Really? And I think we would both just have a laugh and like go about our business again. That's so good. And I think that but a lot maybe of- maybe I don't know that's true for him, but yeah. For me. Yeah. That's cool. That's really mm. cool. I think cuz uh, as well as especially as we ended up getting back together at the end of 2020 kind of because we were like, oh, let's hang out as friends. Oh, and this is snuggling. after the first podcast. Yeah. <laughs> love it, love it. You know what? This <laughs> How I healed my heartbreak. <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> this is the tea. This is the gossip. Is that the, like, just as it was launching, we got back mm. together. Mm. <laughs> so I'd like recorded this whole podcast on how to heal a heartbreak and you don't know how much of like what is what's the word I felt like Imposter a fraud syndrome yeah <laughs> I felt like a fraud because the the weekend that it was released me and him were we had like a staycation in mm. mama shelter in mm. London and it was so nice and we had like a great weekend together and I was so happy that we were like back mm. <laughs> but Aww. it was all like oh listen to my new podcast how to heal a heartbreak how do I, <laughs> how do I get over you and get you out of my life and the, the <laughs> truth is I didn't heal my heart because I just mm. stitched Rebuilt it back together wound. again with him yeah yeah mm. and I'm still I think now after like the proper breakup <laughs> still figuring shit out someone Mm. asked me about it the weekend and I felt the emotion come back up again Mm. and I was Mm. like why can can I not talk about this without nearly crying yeah oh my gosh how long did you get back together for um 
So it was from wow. November 2020 to August 2021. Yikes. So quite a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And it got like way deeper, obviously, in that time. Oh. Yeah, I know. And I keep like, I re- it's, it's weird documenting your stuff mm. through. Do you journal it? Yeah, but then obviously yeah. like through all these podcasts and stuff, mm. it's weird kind of putting stuff out there and you're like, oh my God, this really helped me, la la la. And then suddenly you're like, oh, why am I feeling this shit Yeah, again? I feel the same with like the music. I was like, I like sleeping. I was just like, yeah. no, you miss him. <laughs> <laughs> you're lonely and yeah. you're cold at night. Um, do, you, do you feel imposter syndrome because of all of that? About everything, most of the time. Um, <laughs> but it, it helps to just, like, I guess, have things documented. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. quite used to to flipping sides. So that's just, that is what it is. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. How do you turn your, like... Because so much music is based mm. on love and relationships. Mm. And I so understand that because... I feel like sometimes when you're journaling, whatever, it just all comes out. Um, it's so therapeutic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you turn that into your music? Like, what is your process? Um, honestly, it, it just happens by itself. Um, there'd be times like, and we worked on music so much together, like we'll be working on something and I'm, I'm thinking about you right next to me. And But it's, it, I don't know. It just, Wait, do you it still just, work together? We actually still, we don't work together because we've been pretty remote, but we actually still do have like creative work together and it's actually fucking awesome. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a bit, such a weirdo. I don't know what's going on. No. I don't know. I, I really feel, I really do feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's still just the Disney girl in me. I'm not going to lie. There's still a bit of the Disney girl in me that's just like, that can't have been for like nothing. I'm not sure I can just... Yeah, I get you. Because mm. at I, the I, same time, I'm enjoying like where I am now, but yeah. it's like I don't think I could close the door on feeling that way about having felt that way about someone. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? I've I've heard a lot of things about because when it first happened, I was like, I still think you're my person, but I think mm. this is the right thing to do. Mm. and it's so hard to let go of that feeling and but people say you have to completely get over someone yes ever to be a possibility in the future uh I disagree yeah yeah I do I do I, I think that we are getting a bit lost in like cosmopolitan articles and mm. fucking reddit forums sometimes um I think everyone's different. I think the most yeah. important thing is kind of understanding where, wherever and whatever you want in your life and just shifting that energy and then just trying to focus on some other shit. But I mean, except for any like toxic situations where it's just clearly not benefiting you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's really true. I think everyone mm. needs to follow their own gut and their own intuition Mm. whatever that like inside voice really is saying to you yeah I mean but does every relationship break up because it got toxic no no, no? okay <laughs> I don't think so 
because oh. I don't know, I, I guess I like what you're saying, like sometimes people kind of make you feel like, why would you waste your time on something that Mm-mm. you don't have anymore and it's gone, let it in the past, yeah. move on. <laughs> Clearly don't agree with them because I'm thinking so. <laughs> like, like old grumpy people. <laughs> I think we're really similar in the way that we feel about exes. Mm. It's just that like, and I'm a romantic as well. And I mm. live in that whole like, you know, when you meet someone and it works like It means that, something. It does mean something. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope I get to a point where I can be in a good space with him, where at least we can be friends. Mm. But you That's also what... don't have to be friends. It depends on what you mean by friends. Because I'm not going to say like we're buddy buddy and you can just like have access to me all the time because that will yeah. get on my nerves. Don't be on holiday and call me when I'm here in shitty London. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like just make sure it works for you. I think things are always going to trigger us, but. I think as long as it's not getting in the way of you growing yeah. and moving yeah. on with your life, because I think that's really important. The mm-hmm. fact that like you need to have the ability to, you know, meet someone else that's going to make you happy and it's actually going to work with you because mm-hmm. both of these relationships ended for a reason. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us telling ourselves off. Stop it. <laughs> Move on. Fuck on, girls. <laughs> I'm here oh. for it though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm here for it. I'm a bit optimistic. I'm having I'm mm. having fun, I must say. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I feel like, you know, whatever happens, happens. And <laughs> I have this like vision. I don't know if I should be saying this on the podcast. I had this vision of like me and him just reconnecting in the future like how when we're older not, yeah like how can you not have that vision I'm literally like yeah and then you'll have this sorted and I'll have this sorted mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna be like duh this is perfect that is like yeah it's it's almost even better than the Disney fairy tale yeah because you had the chance it's it's ridiculous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like oh I had you and then I had all these other experiences and now we're better together we learned to be like our full like Mm. we 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 got through all our traumas Mm -hmm. we dealt with all the shit and now we're ready to be back together yeah i'm not Mm. gonna lie that is definitely definitely a card in the deck somewhere (laughs) yeah a card in a deck it is Mm. a potential but there's also a lot of other potentials out there. I, I, so I, many other potentials. Right? Yeah. And sometimes but I'm it's the not, card in the deck. <laughs> sometimes it's not worth waiting for that. Never, never, no. no. Never, yeah, the waitings. <laughs> yeah. And, that, I feel, and I think that's where everyone needs to just like figure out what their what waiting really looks like. Like mm. Even yeah. just going to see someone on an, an on a day, if you're going to be bummed out for the next four days and you're not going to go out with your friends anymore, yeah, shit like that. Even though it's not as direct, it's like you're kind of spoiling your opportunities to meet other people and be the sociable person that you usually are. Yeah. So I yeah. really think that there's it's so important not to close yourself off from other opportunities, no matter mm. how much you think that person was your person. Mm. like you're not with them 
This is me telling myself, by the way, not yeah, like no, you. I'm, 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 I'm taking the word. <laughs> we should have like a therapy, a group counseling session. Literally, the like, the heartbroken souls that like can't let go. Can't let go. <laughs> Won't let go, but also, yeah. Yeah. What, how do you feel about the future of your love life? Do you feel like, you know, what do you want from a relationship now? Um, I want everything I had in the last relationship <laughs> and more. <Better. laughs> Him 2.0. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, I want all the things so I did broken. like. What the fuck? <laughs> um but again there's experiences I've been having that I could never have had with him so it's it's hard to say I just want more experiences um (gasps) I think we're gonna be fine though yeah I want adventure yeah I want someone that's gonna be adventurous with me and you know what's happening on on Wednesday someone's taking me horse riding Ooh, I love I love I love I went like Gig. Are you <laughs> stupid? <laughs> oh my god, that must that must have been so romantic. Are you it still was seeing actually him? Actually, ridiculous. He lives in France, so oh for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what Ow. I mean? It was like <laughs> it was like uh, bye. I love you. I hello, not really, but I honestly, <laughs> but it's like I could. Yeah, <laughs> like give us time, me. give us mm. time, and this would develop into something. How did mm. you meet? If he lived in France, um, he was in London for one day on a whim. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he was in London for one day on a whim, and we. This sounds met. very romantic. Um, Please tell me it, more. Like, babe. We were in London. He was in London. Oh, I literally bumped into him at the end of a club night in London. It was like the end of the night. The lights are turning on. I'm ready to leave. I've got my Mm -hmm. jacket. And he sees me and another song plays. We dance. And then we hang out that night. And then he's like, I'm I'm going back to France tomorrow. I'm like, okay, bye. He's like, you want to come to France this weekend? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And like... The itinerary was ridiculous. Was it like this? Was it a big connection at the like when you first yeah. met? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was one of those ones where like you know you're not expecting anything. Like I've just met someone. I'm getting yeah. along. Like literally was not expecting anything. Um, so it was it was just so weird. So 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 weird in a like oh. good way. Like yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah, these things can happen, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm I'm still on a high. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so what happened when you went skiing? Um, it was just like a weekend. Um, did like some ski training, went to to dinner, like made food. Um it was just uh <laughs> it was comfy. Sat in the hot It was very comfy. I was, I was very well taken care of. Oh yeah. Is he, are you going to see him again? I would love to. He's like, we're both up for it. Um, but at the same time, both, I don't know, both on our own shit, which is different. Yeah. It's a different approach to, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know how to date. I don't really know how to date, to be honest. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Have you been it's, dating it's at all? Have you been dating on what like, are you on the apps mean? or anything? Oh yeah, I've been on the apps. 
um, I've only met one person on an app and, um, yeah, that, that's the guy I don't think is very cool anymore, but oh. he like low-key rocked my world, but oh. I, I'm a romantic, <laughs> but I will only hang out with someone if we have like a deep and a, a yeah. nice enough connection where it's like, okay, no, yeah. Um, this is where I'm at now too. Like they yeah. have, like, it can't just be, eh, it yeah. has to be yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Eh. yeah. <laughs> Like, we can go there if you want to yeah. go there. <laughs> like, stare into each other's eyes during sex, mm-hmm. kind of deep. Oh, don't even get me started. Mm. Oh, <laughs> love it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm like, I've just gotten to a point where I've realized that, like, I just really want to be a girlfriend at the moment. Really? Yeah. Mm. I was like, my heart really closed off for a bit, but... Mm. now it feels like just kind of want something stable something Mm. like nice I want Mm. to have a guy that I can or a girl that I can like cool up and cuddle with yeah and like just be like have a nice time I want a nice healthy roster for like a year (laughs) I'm not ready to be I don't think I'm ready to be in a serious relationship um but it would be nice to have like a healthy dating experience. Yeah, I feel like it's it's a it's a bit it is a bit techy. It's not very like I thought dating was like you're kind of seeing someone. You're maybe not exclusive yet, but you can really work on like building a friendship and a connection mm. over a, a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like um, I feel like I've had a few. I don't know if I'm jumping into something that feels like connection too soon that isn't really that but it just doesn't really last as long as I think it should even even for something like casual and like I don't know yeah do you really like do you have that desire for that like new relationship energy kind of thing or (sighs) not not necessarily not necessarily it's great it's great, don't get me wrong, but um, I just feel like some of the ways some situations have ended have just been so, just like lazy. It's just like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Okay, I want to ask you mm-hmm. what your like best heartbreak healing tips were for when you went through <clears throat> everything back in 2020. Mm. Um, this maybe sounds silly, so I'll do two, but like, seriously cry as much as you can. Mm -hmm. I'm someone who doesn't like anyone seeing me cry. I don't really like to cry. So it was quite important for me. Like, if you feel like crying, literally step aside and go and cry and let it all out. And sometimes just, just fucking cry. Like I've probably cried at least once this year just to be like, nobody that (laughs) happened to me. Right. Oh, right. But then back to my reality show. <laughs> like, even if it's just a little one, like I don't know. Um, yeah. And then second one. To be honest, I can't remember if I actually journaled that much during. Oh my god, comedy. 
sorry, yeah, comedy. I started watching stand up comedy. It was and and reality show compilations. You know, it was so so helpful. I felt so good. So did I. I remember back in 2020, I started watching stand up comedy. I never watched stand up comedy, literally, never. And I was mostly watching like uh, female comedians as well. So it was actually like. This is hilarious. <laughs> and they're all talking about my <laughs> fucked up relationship stuff that mm. they went through. Mm. Literally, oh my God, that's such a good tip. Because mm. there's nothing like just reveling in other people's experiences, basically. Yeah, yeah it was really it just, fun. It feels so, like, it feels so alone. Yeah. Do you have any exciting music coming up that Ooh, you can yes. tell us about? Yes, I've got like 10 tracks. I'm literally, it's like they're all almost finished mixing and mastering stages. Um, And it's a project called Litmus. Um, And it's kind of just about, again, me being on the flip side of anything and like one day I'm red, one day I'm blue. Mm -hmm. Combination purple. But um, (laughs) um, yeah, so it's kind of like experimental R&B alternative. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very excited what, for that to drop soon. What are the songs about? Um, oh, I describe it as uh, music for Disney damsels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's kind of, um, I feel like there was, sometimes I kind of go through this feeling like, uh, I don't know, this. there's this notion of like pick me culture. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, please pick me. And sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, I'm supposed to be on my own and do all my shit. So I think I'm kind of being vulnerable to wanting to be more feminine, wanting to be more loved and wanting to be the Disney damsel. Um, And then Mm. on the flip side, also, I am also working on myself. I can be multiple things, people. Okay. (laughs) I'm building as well. (laughs) Oh my god, how fucking yeah. relatable. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's <laughs> like, the, just the... leave me alone and let me be a pygmy building at the same time. Yeah. And you're allowed mm. to be a fucking romantic. Like, mm-hmm. I think just because Disney is obviously quite unrealistic, it doesn't mm. mean that we can't expect to feel love and yeah. be loved and find something that's probably even better than the Disney yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's it'll, it'll be real yeah. at least. Exactly. So, my last question to you yes. is what is love to you and how do you describe it? But you know, so many things come to mind. Mm. Um love, I have to say this because it is, but love is life. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know there's so many ways to explain that, but just a top line love is life. Um, it's definitely for me, I do think it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of work as much as it is an emotion. Um, and, uh, I feel like it's the only way to move forward. I feel like you can, you can get through a lot with love um and it's just about where you place it whether it's in what you're doing or another person for a moment of time <laughs> yeah yeah or uh, some somewhere you want to get to um but i i am finding 
I am I'm full of a lot of love these days and it's not it, yeah. it's kind of shocking because it's more so like I'm just like obsessed with my family and friends which is a bit weird but yeah just keep the love keep the love if you can't be with the person you love find other ways to love and yeah just keep spreading it but yeah <laughs> what amazing advice yeah that's the breakup advice mm. that, that you have so much love you need to share the love yeah. flow I think that's so beautiful and it relates to every single thing in life as well. Like if you live with love, then, Mm. you know, your life's going to be so much better. Whether that's like work, friends, family, creativity, Mm. the environment, like the Mm. world, politics, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. It's beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on to the episode. And thank you so much for creating the fucking awesome music. Thanks for loving it. Thanks for having me again. And like, yeah, yeah, letting me be a part of it. So it's very, very cool. Yeah. Where can people firstly listen to the music? When's your new set of tracks? Is that an album? Yeah. When's that going to be? We're not sure yet. When's Uh, that going to be out? I honestly have no idea. But, um, <laughs> it's 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 coming. For once, I've tried not to put like a date on it because yeah. the date always changes. But um, it's yeah. luckily coming along, and you can find me anywhere. Jaja J A J A kisses K R S S E S on pretty much everything. Yeah. So check yeah. out that music. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Flo. Thank you. Thank you so much to Jar Jar Kisses for coming on this episode. Obviously, everyone, make sure that you go and check out her music because it really is fantastic. It's a thing that gets stuck in your head after every time you listen to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this really open, raw and honest conversation. It really got in quite deep and I don't think we let anything back. So make sure you share this episode if you enjoyed it. If you think someone else will relate to it, share it on your social media. Make sure you give it a rating and a review. I honestly would love to hear what you all think about Love High. And also join the Patreon, the Patreon community at Patreon slash Love High. It's only £1 a month to be part of the community and the Discord chat. And please go and follow me on my own personal social media as well at Florence Bark. If you have any ideas for future episodes, anything that you really want to hear about, any people that you want to hear from, please slide into my emails at lovehighpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here and listening, being part of the Love High community. I will see you next week. Bye, my loves. Bye, my loves.